That's a good way to describe mothers. Moms are just awesome. They're just awesome. And if anybody can, uh, that puts in action the life app that we talk about for the month of May in Children's Church, it's mothers, because the life app for the month of May is endurance. And uh, we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about what it means to endure. And our, our um, tagline for endurance is sticking with what you started, even when it gets tough. Can I have a show of hands of moms where it's got tough sometimes to be a mother? Go ahead and raise your hands. Testify, mothers, testify. It's, there are times it gets tough. And, uh, and this is a great life app for that. Just to review, we're talking about endurance for the month of May, and we're going to discuss it today here. We're going to talk about our memory verse, but before we do, I want to kind of give you, an, uh, this is week two of the month, so we're going to, uh, I'm going to give you a little review like I do with uh, the kids as they come in, is what we talked about last week. Now, you adults were not in there, so uh, I will give you a review, so it'll be new for you, but we, uh, we talked about the day of Pentecost, when Jesus... Uh, ascended to heaven, and he gave us the Holy Spirit. And our bottom line for last week was, I can stick with it because God can help me. And we need the power of the Holy Spirit. I would not want to do anything without the power of the Holy Spirit. He is the one that helps us. That helps us to endure and never to give up, even when things get tough. So, uh, so that was last week's lesson. But um, before we go on, we have a little competition, and we're going to have a little competition today, a little fun competition. And we're going to have uh, all of the boys and girls stand up. If you are in first through sixth grade, stand up. You're going to uh, kind of school the parents, I hope, in this. Come on, stand up and be proud. Now, the, the, they're going to they're gonna say this together with me, endurance, sticking with what you started, even when... It gets tough. And they're going to say it in unison. So are you ready? I see a few kids. I don't know where they're all at. They must have took all. They're over there. Are you ready? Going to raise the roof in unison. Ready? One, two, three. Endurance. Very good. Very good. All right. Now let's, um, let's have seventh graders through college age. Yeah. <laughs> Seventh grade through college age. Stand up. Come on. Come on. Stand up. Don't be, don't be shy. All right. You guys have to say this together. You got to be louder than the first through sixth graders. All right. Ready? One, two, three. Awesome. Good job. Good job. That was quite cool, by the way. I like that. All right, adults, anyone college, uh, over college age all the way up to 99, stand up, stand on your feet. This should be the loudest and, you guys know what unison means, right? All right, let's try it. Ready? One, two, three. I heard you, Jill. Thank you. All right, you may be seated. 
All right, that was really good. I think the kids are the winners, though. Let's give them a hand. Our scripture for the uh, month of May is found in Galatians chapter 6, verses 9 is our memory verse. But we're going to kind of read the first part of Galatians. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Galatians chapter 6. We're going to start at verse 1. Now, when Paul wrote this, um, the chapter before, in chapter 5, he talks about um, the flesh, what comes of the flesh, and then he talks about being empowered by the Holy Spirit, and we know as the fruits of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We know that those are the fruits of the Spirit. That's what comes out of us as followers of Christ. So he shifts into chapter 6, and our memory verse is in verse 9, but I thought it would be good if we read just the first 10 verses. So if you could stand with me together, I'm going to read these Read this. Galatians chapter 6, starting at verse 1. Brothers and sisters, if anyone is caught in a sin, you who are live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. How should you restore them? Gently. That's your time to speak. Let's try it again. How should we restore them? Gently. Very good. Thanks for participating. Uh, but watch yourselves, or you also may be tempted. Carry each other's burdens... And in this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks they are something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. For for each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the word should share all good things with their instructor. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. What does a man do? That is true. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh reaps destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Verse 9, let us not become weary in doing good. For a proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people. We should do good to who? All people. Especially those who belong to the family of believers. Lord Jesus, we, we welcome you. We cannot do this without your help. We acknowledge that you are our provider. So Lord, I just pray that as we talk about endurance, and we might have fun a little bit, but Lord, I just pray that you would speak to our hearts, young and old, And that, Lord, we may know more about you when we leave today. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Finish what you started. Endurance. Never giving up. This is an awesome life app. One that does not just apply to kids. One that applies to all of us. 
And I have to admit, there has been a bunch of people who've invested in me. As many of you know, I grew up in this church. This is my home church. And uh, some of the people still that attend this church invested in me when I was a little kid. But um, today we're going to do, I think we're going to uh, share, I, this is different than the first service, we're going to do a little, uh, we're a little game, and we're going to have, uh, I need someone to volunteer to, uh, that would like, that likes blow pops. Anybody want to volunteer that likes blow pops? Josh is the only one. Come here, Josh. I want you to stand right here. All right. Um, I'm going to let you have one of these. I'm going to let you pick, but wait a minute. I want to see first of all, because this one here is blue. What flavor is this? I'm not sure, but I'll tell you right now. Mm. <laughs> Can't really tell, but it's very good. It's sugary, and it tastes really good. All right, I'm going to let you pick. I'm going to put it right back in here so you can never tell. I would. All right, now, I'm going to let you pick which one you want. Uh, but I will tell you that this one is very good, and you would love it. And I think it's the best one for you. But uh, why are you looking over there? Look, look. You get to pick whichever one you want. So which one do you think you're going to pick? This one? I haven't even tasted that yet. Are you sure? That one looks the best? I don't know why you wouldn't pick this, but that's good. All right, give him a hand. All right, I need someone else who likes blow pops in the back. All right, come on up. Come on up. This is really good. Now, I'm going to give you the same option as him, but I will tell you that this one is really good. It's tasty. I haven't been able to figure out what flavor it is yet, but it tastes really good. And I don't know what this one tastes like. It says sour apple, but I, I don't know. This one's really good. Look, mm, yeah. You want to lick? No, you can't try it before you pick. So I'm going to put it right here like this. Looks brand new, right? All right. You get to pick. Do you want this sour apple, which I don't know what this tastes like, but this is very good, and I think this is the best one for you. Which one do you want? Why does everybody pick this one? This, all right. Good job. Give him a hand. All right, I need somebody else. Somebody else out there. All right, back there I see a hand. I can't tell with the lights in my face who it is. Come on up here really fast, really fast. Oh, Lissy. All right, Lissy. Same deal here. Let me get you a good one here. This one, hey, these are the same. All right, let me try this out again Oh, that is good. Very good. Very good. All right, I'm going to put it back in here. Now, Lissy, let me tell you something. I know you're a smart girl, and you want to make the right decision. So um, I'm going to give you a choice. Now, let me tell you something. Even though they look the same, this one I don't know what it tastes like, but this one I do. And let me tell you, this is the best choice. This is the one you want to pick. I think this will be best for you, all right? So, let's see which one you want to pick. She's thinking. She's thinking. All right, you, okay, she, 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 she said she wants this one, 
but she said that I said this one is the best. I, li- I knew she was smart. I knew she was smart. Sorry. Okay. So maybe you need help from the crowd, okay? So do you think Lizzie should pick this one or this one? Tell her. Which one? This one? This one? What? Do what? You much rather have that one, but what is your gut telling you? Which the one? (laughs) All right, Lissy, good job. You get it. All right, I need another volunteer. I need someone to do the best. Their best. Oh, the two ornery ones are on this side. All the ornery ones sit over here. All right, uh, Gavin, come on up, buddy. Gavin, I know you're going to do it. I know you're going to be smart. I know this is going to be. Let me uh, let me get another one here. These look the same, Gavin. It's going to be tough. All right, Gavin, wait, let me check it out. This wrapper's getting sticky for some reason. Mmm. This is good. Gavin, this is really good, and I'm going to put it back like this. And I know you're smart. I know you'll make the right decision, but uh, I want you to choose. I don't know what this tastes like. It could be uh, booger flavor. I don't know. But, but it's the same one. But this one I've tasted, and I think it is the best, the very best for you. It's the best. Which one are you going to pick? He's thinking. Help him out. Should he pick this one? Should he pick this one? Oh, they think you should pick this one. They agree with me. Do you think you should pick which one? Come on. This one? You're going to pick this one for real? The one that is the best for you, you're going to pick it? Oh, my goodness. Guess what? Because I've already looked on this, I'm not going to take it. But if you look behind you, you have stuff that you're getting. So put your hands out. And you have more stuff here. All right, wait, wait. Come back here. Come back here. Stand right here because we're not done. There's other. Oh, look, even you have your dad going to give you candy. How often does that happen? All right, there you go. Oh, look at that. There you go. Very good. Oh, look, we got more. More candy. Oh, they're coming from everywhere. Look at all this candy. Oh, my goodness. He's giving candy away. Look at that. What a trooper. All right, look at all that. That is pretty awesome. Man, look at that. You made a good choice, didn't you? Now you, now you, now the other guys that were before you, they're like, oh, man, I could have done that. Oh, wait, we got more. Look at that. Big size candy bars. All right, buddy, that's all for you. You can share. You can go back. Let's give him a hand. That's great. I usually do that at camp, and sometimes it takes longer than that. It could take a long time to get a, somebody to pick, uh, pick the right one, but, uh, that was pretty good. That was about perfect timing. Um, there's a lot of people that invested in me. And, and the scripture says that let us be, not become weary in doing good, for in the proper time you will reap a harvest if you do not give up. There's overwhelming blessings. Sometimes you get to see it. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes it'll be when you get to heaven You'll get to hear stories if you don't give up and that, that you've invested in lives. You see, I, I grew up in this church and a lot of people invested in me. But I have been able to see some of the harvests 
that God's called me to do. I'll give you a little background, and, and, and I wasn't going to show um, these pictures. Uh, in, do you see other pictures up there? We'll start from the beginning. Oh, yeah, there's me. There's me when I was a kid. I was cute back then. Something happened along the way, but back then I was cute. And uh, so I grew up, and I grew up in this church. A lot of people invested in me. They didn't give up. They invested in my life. And then um, as I got older, I, uh, I graduated, uh, actually graduated from high school. Uh, they loved me. I don't know how. But while I was in high school, I had a, a guy by the name of, of Coach Miller. Well, first of all, some of the people that, uh, Howard Rickey was the pastor here when I was growing up. And there was a children's pastor by the name of Sue Miller, and I remember her, and she made an impact on my life. Yep. And then uh, there, was, there was people like my parents, and I watched my dad uh, get saved in this church when I was eight years old. Uh, this, I saw this church pray for him and him uh, come to know the Lord in this church. And I, I grew up, I gave my life to the Lord in a Sunday school class about six or seven years old. And it was just, there was so many people that made an impact on my life. They invested time in me. They didn't give up. They chose to do what is right, even when they're weary. And for that, I'm thankful. I would not be standing here today if people weren't, uh, didn't invest in me like they did. Well, I, I, and now as I grew up, uh, I think I'll show you our engagement picture. That's when I had hair. And uh, so this was our engagement pic- picture. I married my wife, Amy. This August will be 27 years. Did I get that right, honey? All right. Thumbs up. I got it right. 27 years. Uh, next picture is our kids. This is Katie. This is our firstborn. And uh, many of you know that uh, I grew up. I have two sisters. Uh, so I grew up with girls in the house growing up. And then I start having girls. So I have Katie. This is uh, my firstborn Started off right, following the right team, uh, and so then the next born is um, Sarah. Sarah is uh, was our second, so two girls. I like, all right, come on, Lord, you got to give me a boy. And then uh, I had Allison, and she goes by Allie, and she's here, and she uh, she God blessed us with another girl, and uh, <laughs> so I, I mean that when I say it, it, it does sound funny, but. Uh, I'm blessed to have girls, uh, Darren Sabo shaking his head, yes. He knows what that's like. It is a blessing. Girls are uh, uh, definitely a blessing. Uh, when I, I'll tell you a story I didn't share in first service. When Allie was born, uh, okay, I get emotional. Let's skip that story. No, I, when Allison was born, uh, she wasn't breathing. And I remember we, we, didn't, we only had ultrasound for Sarah our middle one, to find out whether it was a boy or a girl. But for Katie, we didn't. It was our first baby. We didn't care. Sarah, we did, and we found out she was a girl. Well, when we had Allie, I thought, I don't like to know. I like the surprise at the end. So we didn't know whether we were having a boy or a girl. And when she was born, we thought that it was a boy. I really did, because Amy carried her different, and uh, just it was all different than the other two. And I'm like, yes, I'm getting a boy. And I remember, I remember when she was born, uh, she wasn't breathing, and uh, she was very small. And I can remember thinking, 
Lord, I know it's a girl, and I might be disappointed that I didn't get my boy, but I love her, and uh, she started breathing. I remember feeling bad for being kind of disappointed that I didn't have a boy, but I wouldn't trade my three girls for anything. I love them, and uh, so this is my family when we were younger and didn't know how to parent at all <laughs> and uh, looked different, and uh, <laughs> ragwirl on the wall, I noticed. That's a long time ago. All right, let's go to the next slide. Uh, this is my family as I'm older. Um, my kids are growing up, and this was uh, a crazy picture, and we are a crazy family. Um, and the only guy, in, uh, besides me, the only guy in there is Nick. That's Katie's boyfriend, and uh, we kind of adopted him as our son. And so this is a few years ago, uh, before grandkids. Go to the next slide. This is the Charlie Angels scene that <laughs> I look pretty cool in there. I have no clue what I'm doing, but uh, uh, there's, uh, there's that. And then the next slide, this is a more recent picture. Um, this was after grandkids started coming. Uh, but this is our girls and my family. And then the next picture, we see grandkids and son-in-laws. And uh, you see on the left is my daughter, Sarah, and her husband, Justin, who is in the Air Force. And uh, they will be uh, traveling back in July. He will finish his time in the Air Force and moving back to this area. And they're holding their daughter, Aria, which is my granddaughter, girl, Aria. And then... Uh, then on the right, you see Katie and Nick, and they're holding Bailey. She's four, and we had a, she's my first granddaughter. Uh, so, um, uh, so I'm just blessed with girls. And then uh, after that happened, though, just recently, just a few weeks ago, we had another grandbaby that wasn't in that picture, and it is a son. His name is Brennan. And uh, he's my first grandson. There's the fat picture of him. And uh, so uh, I'm blessed uh, with that. And we know that Sarah, my middle daughter, who's in the Air Force, is currently pregnant. She's due the end of October. And I'm crossing my fingers for another boy. I'm ready for a run of boys now. So, uh, but I am very blessed. But through my growing up, uh, in Every aspect of my life, I can tell you people who have invested in me, people that did not give up. And I am very blessed not only to be called to ministry and to realize that uh, I can see some fruits of my blessings, or I can see some fruits of my work, some harvests. Um, Just a couple of them is... Now, I used to be children's pastor here, if you didn't know that, back in 2001 through 2006. And kids that were in my children's ministry there, who some are in the room, are now helping serve, even currently. There's some that are serving in our nursery and preschool area. And I've seen that some help lead with the band up here. What a blessing to be able to see the harvest of your fruit. I am so blessed my entire life to see that. But one thing God calls us to do 
through the Apostle Paul writing to the Galatians church. Don't grow weary in giving up. Or don't grow weary in doing good. Don't give up. That is what I have experienced in my life. Now, let's, I, I did earlier, I did a uh, um, different age group stand up to do the virtue. What I would like to do now is how many of you, let's, let's do this first. Those in the room that are five years old through 14 years old, I want you to stand up. Five years to 14. Five years all the way to 14. Stand up. Five years old to 14. Stay standing for a moment. Look around, church. This group, this age group, is the group that is most open to receiving Christ. Most open. This age group is the ones, uh, all the researchers say, this is the age that gets in, that that are most open to hearing the gospel. So I take my job pretty seriously, but I can't do it alone. I don't have enough hours in a week to invest in all these kids. That's where we as a church come in, investing in our younger generation. All right, now I want us just to, to see, this might blow my theory, but let me see anybody in the room who's accepted Christ from age 5 through age 14. If you accepted Christ from age 5 to age 14 in your lifetime, stand up. Stand up. It's a pretty substantial group. Probably about half. Probably about half. This is... Um, they say that about 70% of Christians accept Christ from age 5 to age 14. All right, you may be seated. How many of you accepted Christ at an older age? Stand up. You accepted Christ at an older age after 14, 14 to 99, let's say. All right, very good. Very good. Awesome, you may be seated. When... Statistics show that when, and this is what I hate about, I found out in, in children's ministry. I've been in children's ministry full time for 13 years. And that's a whole story in itself of how I got involved. It was definitely from the Lord. And, uh, and I told it first service. If you weren't here first service, sorry, you missed out on that story. But uh, we, I was called to children's ministry. And it was by Mark Hale who invested in me, who is the children's pastor. And I found out through research and through my ministry that I I was seeing that the statistics are true, that 70% of kids who reach, that attended church, who reach college age, they start walking away from their faith. And I, I wonder why, because I'm in children's ministry not because it's fun, and it is, but that I want to see God make a difference in their life. And I wonder if, if God is making a difference in their life, why are they walking away from their faith? Where is it that we have not, we've dropped the ball? And I found out that it takes 
more than just a children's pastor to lead the kids. It takes the parents. It takes the church to pour in and invest in the lives of the younger generation. I told you I wouldn't be here today, and I totally believe that if there wasn't people that God put in my life to lead me, to teach me, they didn't give up. So I ask, my challenge today for all of us is who are we investing in? Do we feel like we're done? Have we grown weary to where we've given up? The ratios that we use in children's ministry is one child, and the younger, real younger, it's one to six, and it goes up to one to ten as you get older. One adult for every six kids in the class. But I read a book called Sticky Faith, which is an awesome read, by the way, in the statistics. And to change the statistics, what would happen if we reversed those ratios and we said six teenagers and adults invest in one kid and we just invested in kids in their life? I wonder how much of an impact that we could make. How much of a difference could we make on our younger generation? So my challenge is to those of you who are in church with me every week in elementary. My challenge is to you that you get in the word. As I've been challenging you, you read scripture and you ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Hold on to your faith. Make your faith your own. Do not ride on the coattails of your parents' faith, but be strong in your own faith. Teenagers, my challenge to you, because it gets harder and you know that, my challenge to you is not only to hold on to your faith, but pour into your younger generation. They're looking at you. They're watching you. Do not grow weary in doing good. There'll be times where you'll reap and you'll see the harvest. But do not grow weary in doing good. For those that are in college age and up, older generations, whether you're a grandparent like me, whether you're new to having children, whether you're a young adult, whether you're single, my challenge to you is don't grow weary in doing good. Invest. Invest. What are you doing? I was on Facebook about a month ago, and uh, one of the families in the church in Indiana where I was children's pastor, um, their daughter was in my ministry. Her name's Renee. She's a great singer. And her mom recorded her singing a song. And I watched the song, and she did a fabulous job. The song was from A Great Big World, and it was called Say Something, and it's a very popular song. And I listened to her sing that, and I wonder, this younger generation, are they watching 
What are they seeing when they're watching their elders? The song simply says, say something, I'm giving up on you. Are we saying something to them? Are we pointing them to Jesus? Are we allowing them to give up and walk away from their faith? I have never been more challenged than when I saw Renee singing that song. And she's still a follower of Christ. She just sang that song because she's a beautiful singer and she likes the song. But it spoke to me to hear her sing that. And I think, oh, I want to make a difference. I want to make a difference. I don't want them to give up. I want to encourage them. So I ask you, and I close with this story, what if someone came to you and said, we want to make a movie about your life? Some of us say, oh, no. We want to make a movie about your life. And at the end of a movie, and we've all seen movies, there are these uh, words that scroll that everybody leaves, leaves the room or turns off the video when it's gone, but they're credits. And it's cr- the people who have invested in that movie. So we make a movie of your life. Who, my first question to you is, who would show up in the credits of your life? Second question, but more more importantly, in whose name will by in whose credits will your name show up? I know we don't do it for credit, but are you investing? Are you making a difference? I think that's what God called us to do. Let's all stand together. I'm going to pray, but uh, after I pray, I want to I want to give you some instructions. And if our uh, if our communion uh, servers will make take their place at this time, um, we're going to do communion a little different today. Here's what I'd like for us to do after I close in prayer. I want you to find all of your family members who are here today. And I want you to come forward to take communion as a family. It's great that we have our kids in with us today. So gather your family up and come forward and take communion. Now, after you've taken communion, this is where it's a little different. That's going to be the close of the service. I want you to leave quietly. Enjoy mothers. Enjoy the rest of your Mother's Day. Make sure your kids massage your feet when you get home. I told them to last week. Hope they remember. But we're going to close in prayer. And I want us to reverently come forward with our families and take communion and leave quietly and enjoy the rest of our day. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your Holy Spirit that shapes us and molds us. Lord, I pray that you would um, help us to leave this place today asking ourselves, 
How many movies will our names show up in their credits of their life? I pray that everyone in this room from first grade all the way up have been challenged by your word today and that we take it serious. Lord, we thank you for families. Sometimes they're broken. Sometimes they're hurting. But Lord, I pray that your spirit would intervene. I thank you for mothers today. Pray, Lord, that you would just bless them today on this very special day. Lord, for everything, we give you praise and honor because we love you, because you first loved us. May we be investors in the next generation, the younger generation to come. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name.